Today, I wanted to mention, as was advertised, Bayanu Sunnati Wal Jama'ah, the identity of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, in a succinct, basic manner, in order that every attendee understand the message that is being relayed. And inshallah, I will not delay you to the point that we delay Isha, Salatul Isha, because some of these Mawlid gatherings, the people they sing and wave to the point that Salatul Isha enters, and then the morning enters and they delay the Salatul Isha and Jama'ah in congregation. When we know the purpose of the Mawlid is to remind us of the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and from amongst that, from the Sunnah, is to establish your five daily prayers in Jama'ah, in congregation. So inshallah, we will have Jama'ah straight after my lecture, and then there will be the graduation ceremony. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Al-Quran al-Kareem, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ أَنَّيْ بَيَ اللُّورِ فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ They will not believe, meaning the people will not be complete believers. حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ Until they make you, meaning whom? Sayyiduna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ In those things, in those disputes that come about amongst them, فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا Then they do not find فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ in themselves حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتَ Any restriction of your judgment. Whose judgment? The judgment of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. مِمَّا قَضَيْتَ From that judgment which you have given. Whom? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَيُسَلِّمُ تَسْلِيمًا And they submit wholeheartedly to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Note, يُسَلِّمُ تَسْلِيمًا This concept is known as the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the probativeness of the sunnah, is established from Al-Quran al-Kareem itself. Rejecting the sunnah, as a source of law, as an authority in our lives, is kufr because it rejects the Qur'an. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ati'u Allah, obey Allah, He subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, Wa ati'u rasul And obey al-Rasul, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Therefore, Authority has been given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the meaning of a sunnah. The sunnah is what? Following Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In kuntum tuhibbun allaha fattabi'uni. If you indeed love Allah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is commanded to say in al-Quran al-Kareem, if you indeed love Allah, فَاتَّبِعُونِي Then follow me. Meaning follow whom? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is the result of that? يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah will love you. Meaning following the sunnah entails what? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love us. 
Then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Al-Quran Al-Kareem that with regard to the prohibitions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ Whatever he prohibits you from, then desist from that thing. So, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ Whatever the messenger gives you, take it. وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ Whatever he prohibits you from, then desist. So if Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commands us to do something, then we, or gives us something, we take it. And whatever he prohibits us from, we desist from that. This is known as the sunnah. And the sunnah is established in Al-Quran Al-Kareem. Rejection of that, rejection of that is deemed as unbelief, kufr. So if someone denies the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he does kufr. The second aspect which I wanted to, the message for today, is with regard to the preservation of the sunnah. The sunnah has been preserved like Al-Quran Al-Kareem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَلْنَا الذِّكْرَ وَإِنَّ لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ Indeed, we meaning Allah. Remember when Allah says we, it entails, it relates to the sifat, the multiple attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like al-ilm, wal-qudra, wal-irada, all these various attributes. إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَلْنَا الذِّكْرَ Indeed, we revealed this dhikr this remembrance. What is the remembrance? The remembrance is Al-Quran Al-Kareem. But it also includes its explanation, which is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ Indeed, we will preserve this. What will be preserved? Al-Quran Al-Kareem with the sunnah. So the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is preserved like Al-Quran Al-Kareem. The claim that some people make that, and this is an essential point for everyone to memorize, they say, these books of hadith that you Ahl-Sunnah rely upon, like Al-Jami'u Al-Sahih Al-Musnad Al-Mukhtasaru Min Umuri Rasulillahi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Wa Sunanihi Wa Ayyamihi Which is which work? The Sahih of Imam Muhammad bin Ismail Al-Bukhari Rahimallahu Ta'ala Remember nowadays people do urs for everyone, but they should really be doing urs for Al-Imam Abu Hanifa and Nu'man bin Thabit. They should be doing urs for Al-Imam Al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala. These were the scholars of As-Salaf Al-Salihun. Al-Imam Al-Bukhari rahimahullah, they say you follow his work, he was born towards the end of the first 200 years of Islam, and then he passed away later, uh, 50 years plus later. Why do you follow his book when the sunnah was from 200 years prior? So they place a doubt in the minds of people. What is that doubt? That these works like the work of Imam al-Bukhari or the Sahih of Imam Muslim, Imam Muslim bin al-Hajjaj al-Qushayri, the, the compiler of the Sahih of Imam Muslim, they place this doubt in the minds that look, these books were compiled 200 years later, therefore they have been concocted and made up by the Ahl Sunnah. How do you respond to this claim? The response to the claim is that the early compilations of a hadith 
were in the lifetime of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam by companions like Abdullah bin Amr bin Al-As radiyallahu anhu. Not to be confused with Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu anhuma. Abdullah bin Amr, he was one of the earliest companions to write down the hadith. There were many other companions. Sa'id ibn Musayyib rahimahullah ta'ala who is known as Sayyid al-Tabi'een. The one who heard the adhan from the grave of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the year 61 Hijri when the army of Yazid led by Muslim bin Uqba they invaded Al-Madina Al-Munawwara and what did they do? They pillaged, they desanctified some of the areas of Al-Madina Al-Munawwara known as Al-Harratu Sharqiyya the eastern lava tracts in Al-Madina this Sayyidu Tabi'een was in, in the masjid and he said no one was in the masjid for three days except the soldiers and they left him alone and when the adhan time would come he would hear the adhan or a humming sound from the grave of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he would stand up and pray the salah this is in the muqaddimah of the sunan of a darmi the muqaddimah of the sunan of a darmi a hadith collection so this Sa'id ibn Musayyib and by the way, memorize the names of the Sahaba and Tabi'een. So many people, they will know names of modern personalities, but they will not know the names of Sahaba, Tabi'een, who are Tabi'een, those who met the Sahaba. Atba'u Tabi'een, those who met, those who met the Sahaba. Sa'id ibn Musayyib was a student of Sayyiduna Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. And his collections of hadith are also preserved, where he wrote down, Many of the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. Like this, there were many early collections. But someone may ask, what was the need of later collections? Like Imam al-Bukhari's collection. What was the need of Sahih Muslim? The answer and the response to that is that the only difference is that the likes of Imam al-Bukhari rahimullah and Imam Muslim, they compiled all the smaller collections into larger collections. That is the only difference. Even though they did this at a later date, they compiled all the smaller collections into larger collections, and then they categorized the hadith, making the types of works of hadith that we have. Like Al-Jami' of Al-Imam Al-Tirmidhi, Muhammad bin Isa bin Sawra Al-Tirmidhi, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, the student of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari, his book Al-Jami' of Al-Imam Al-Tirmidhi, it has chapter headings known as this these type of works are also known as sunan because they compile the work according to the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the chapter headings of jurisprudence so do not believe this myth that the works of the sunnah were compiled 200 years later and that means the sunnah was not preserved this is a myth spread by deviants like the shia rawafid and the group known as they refer to themselves as Quranists or Quraniyun. They only believe in the Quran, but they do not believe in the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, firstly, what I mentioned is the authority of the Sunnah. Secondly, is the preservation of the Sunnah. Thirdly, there is also Fiqh Sunnah. What is Fiqh Sunnah? Understanding and comprehending the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This comprehension of the Sunnah is contained within what is known as Al-Madhahib Al-Arba'ah, the four Sunni schools. 
the schools of whom al imam malik bin anas imam dar al hijra the imam of al madina al munawwara who else al imam muhammad bin idris al shafi'i rahimallahu ta'ala who wrote down the first work in usul al fiqh his famous work which is known as al risala what is usul al fiqh usul al fiqh is that when you read the quran and the sunnah you need the requisite tools and instruments to understand the Quran and Sunnah. If you do not have the requisite understanding, you will misunderstand the Quran and Sunnah. Therefore, someone can believe in the Sunnah, they can believe in the preservation of the Sunnah, but they become misguided because they do not have the requisite tools of understanding the Sunnah. So Imam Muhammad bin Idris al-Shafi'i rahimahullah ta'ala he wrote his famous work known as Ar-Risala in Usul al-Fiqh, legal theory. And this book gives you the methodology of approaching the understanding of the Quran and Sunnah. Likewise, we have the school of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And of course, we have the school of whom? Al-Imam Al-Nu'man bin Thabit. Who is Al-Imam Al-Nu'man bin Thabit? Al-Imam Abu Hanifa. Rahimahullah Ta'ala. You should memorize these names. Al-Nu'man bin Thabit is Al-Imam Abu Hanifa. Rahimahullah Ta'ala was born in the year 80 after Hijrah and he passed away in the year 150 Hijri. All of these ulama were connected. How so? Later on, a major alim by the name of whom? Al-Imam Abu Ja'far Ahmad Al-Tahawi. Rahimahullah Ta'ala. He compiled his famous creed which people refer to as Aqeedah Tahawiyah, Bayanu Ahli Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, or Bayanu Sunnati Wal Jama'ah. This creed is the creed that unites the people of the Sunnah. It unites Ahli Sunnah Wal Jama'ah on one creed. This creed was the culmination of all the disputes that occurred in the time of a Salafu Salihun, but it is the creed of whom he mentions in the beginning. He says this is the creed of Abu Hanifa and his two companions. Who are his two companions? Al-Imam Muhammad al-Shaybani and Al-Imam Abu Yusuf rahimallahu ta'ala. Now, Al-Imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi rahimallah is the nephew of Al-Imam al-Muzani. Al-Imam al-Muzani is one of the main students of Al-Imam al-Shafi'i. Al-Imam al-Shafi'i rahimallahu ta'ala is the student of Al-Imam Malik. But the teacher to Al-Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. Al-Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal is teacher to whom? Al-Imam al-Bukhari. So you see how all of these scholars of As-Salafu Salihun, how they were all interconnected. This represents Ahl-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah. This is what Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah is. They took this creed from As-Sahabatul Kiram alayhi ridwan And many of the ulama of the Salaf were the likes of whom? Abdullah bin al-Mubarak who was the student of Imam Abu Hanifa. One year he would go jihad, and one year he would compile hadith. He wasn't like the people today with their stomachs up to fight in the way of Allah. The other year he would come back to compile hadith. And then when Fudayl bin Iyad, rahimallahu ta'ala, he was in Makkah al-Mukarramah, and he writes a letter to Abdullah bin al-Mubarak. Abdullah bin al-Mubarak is the student of Imam Abu Hanifa, by the way. He writes a letter to him. He says, you are missing worship in al He only quoted hadith from Bukhari and Muslim. Ahl sunnah wal jama'ah are not in need of quoting mawdu' hadith to prove our creed. 
We are not in need to quote forgeries. We, are, we do not necessarily need poetry to prove our aqidah. Our aqidah is proven from Al-Quran, Al-Kareem and the authentic sunnah of the Prophet But what would a salaf salihun do? They would hold gatherings of hadith. And then the muhaddith, the hadith scholar, he would say, An fulan, an fulan, qala qala rasulullahi. And everyone would say, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And this is what Al-Imam Ja'far Sadiq means, radiallahu anhu, that the hallmark of Ahl-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah is that they recite abundant salawat and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So our identity as Ahl-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah is found in As-Salafu Salihun. People ask today, they say, who represents Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah today? We have many groups claiming to be Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. But they are all tainted. The answer is that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa left guidance. What was the guidance? He sallallahu alayhi wa said, Inni taraktukum ala mithlil bayda, layluha kanahariha, la yazigu anha illa halik. In the, in the sunan of Ibn Majah, that I have left you on a clear white path. The day is like the night in clarity. No one deviates from this path except someone who will perish. And Rasulullah said, when asked, who is Al-Firqatun Najiyah? Who will be the saved group? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ma ana alayhi wa ashabi. That which I am upon and my companions are upon. And that's Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. You just check Al-Imam Abdullah Sirajuddin, Rahimallahu Ta'ala, he was the embodiment of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, memorized over 80,000 hadith. He authored 25 books available. This is an embodiment of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Do not get disheartened by the modern personalities when they deviate, because you have Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the embodiment of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah in Sahaba al Kiram, in Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, in Umar bin al Khattab. In Khalid bin al-Walid, radiallahu anhum, these are the Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. Do not become disheartened because you have Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah in At-Tabi'een, in Atbaq Tabi'een. And then the Khalaf, the pious ulama of the Khalaf who have passed away, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to stay and stick to the identity of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us husn al-Khatibah upon Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah upon the creed of Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, upon the creed of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, upon the creed of Imam Malik bin Anas, on the creed of all the Aimmatu Salafi Salihin and the creed of the Sahaba, Sahabatul Kiram, alayhim ridwan, as was instructed to them by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the instructions of Sayyiduna Jibreel from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم وأتوب إليه